I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot so we don't focus on anything we zone out and the zoning out allows that subconscious impression to bubble up and let you know what you need to be addressing or imagining or creating or moving forward in. So the subconscious runs the show in that one. So I, I say, instead of zoning in, you're zoning out. It's when Johnny's staring out the window in the classroom and the, the teacher taps on the board and she says, you know, focus back in here, back in here. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel. And happy Magic Monday, or whatever day of the week you're listening to this. Happy day. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, by the way, this podcast comes out every Monday, every Magic Monday with perhaps maybe like an episode or two, an extra one on another random day of the week. So make sure you don't miss out on an episode and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out if you haven't already. If you have, thank you. I love you. So uh, do you ever watch a film and fall into the semblance of a movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. I get into this hypnotic state whenever I watch a movie and I sometimes feel like I'm in it and I'm a big part of it and I get really emotionally attached to the characters, which I'm pretty sure most all of us experience. So uh, this past week, Aladdin came out, which was a big deal to me. Any Disney movie that comes out, honestly, is a big deal to me. I don't care. I'm 28. I love Disney still, always and forever in my heart. And so I saw Aladdin day one. I dragged my dad to it. I had to just had to. 
Honestly, my dad's the best person to watch the new live action Disney movies with because whenever I go with him, he enjoys it more than anybody else who is with us. And so I had to invite him with me to Aladdin because he just, he really gets into it. My 74 year old old man. My dad was laughing and even crying and tearing up throughout. I wish I could say the same. I was definitely laughing, but I was indeed starry-eyed over the whole movie. Even if many moments and transitions were a bit dopey, I still fully enjoyed it. I love the dope. Wait, no, I, I love the dopiness of the movie. And so I still, yeah, it, it was always been one of my favorite movies as a kid. I'm sure many of you can relate in many ways. And I even think I was Jasmine maybe once or twice for Halloween. I also must applaud Disney for their progressive twist on the movie, which if you haven't seen it, I won't give it away, but it was it was a wise reroute to take on. Also their choice for their prince, um, yeah. <laughs> that was a wise cast, I mean, First of all, he looked just like Aladdin, he sounded just like Aladdin, and I'm sure I'm one of the millions of girls who just fell into this illusion, and even delusion, honestly, <laughs> that he is the perfect man for myself. I'm <laughs> just kidding, but he's Egyptian and beautiful. I mean, I think Egyptian men are now my type, thanks to watching Aladdin. And in real life, he also owns this vegan company which is also very attractive in my eyes. <laughs> anyway, I remember when I was younger and I felt like that that genie in a sense could indeed be a reality somewhere in the ethers, that there really was a genie out there granting wishes and even this genie could be really cool and just a nice companion to have around because this genie knows you and just really gets you. Honestly, it seems that my unhinged mind was right in my perspective. Because from my perspective, when you learn to really work with your own lamp, the universe and your guides find a way to make really whatever you want happen in divine timing, which is what many of my guests have talked about, which is what I've talked about on this podcast many times. Because... That's one of the great themes of this podcast is dancing with the universe, dancing with the genie. <laughs> and it made me think if I could just like sum it up how to manifest in just one short summary. Basically, your only block would be yourself and perspective on reality and just this fear that anything magical can really happen to you because most of us live in a two dimensional or three dimensional world. So when you can see past this, maybe expand your mind into more of a four-dimensional reality and that there is more than meets whatever is physically around you and also learn more about yourself and your soul, why you are the way you are, shifting your old subconscious beliefs and fully embracing your full-on worthiness, like your real worthiness because we all are just as worthy as anybody else who is living out all of their dreams. So not letting any thought or person dim you in any way, then you become so magnetic, so hypnotic to living this great life that manifested. Dancing with the universe, dancing with your genie. <laughs> and honestly, it's so much easier said than done. 
because even though I've personally expanded so much and using the theme of Aladdin, tapped into my inner sultan <laughs> or goddess or queen, you know, there's still obviously room for some growth because again, I'm only 28. I have so many more years to live. And so I do still want to grow in this human experience, it, but I've been able to discover so much of myself and work so much with myself. So I've really been able to manifest this reality pretty much aligns with what I have been manifesting since I was young. And to be honest, when you really do tap into this inner sultan, you really stop caring what other people think or you really stop trying to prove to the world who you are. That's honestly what really makes someone so hypnotic. They can feel that person is just so authentically them and that person moves them in some way, shape or form because they're just fully embracing themselves. That's what makes you hypnotic in the eye of this universal genie. That's how I felt when I was watching Disney. <laughs> I felt like I was in this hypnotic state and especially observing Aladdin besides his beautiful chiseled face and gleaming white bright smile. He, okay, his story, I mean, he's broke. He's a thief. If you're familiar with Aladdin, which let's just assume most of you are because it's a classic. He's, he's kind of on the lower totem pole of that culture, of that society. Yet at the same time, he has this deep inner knowing of his strength and he's so confident in his nimble abilities. Without me giving it all away from what you already know, he was the only one able to get the lamp and be the genie's master because he knows who he is in his inner power. He could do it. The moments that he fully embraced his full authentic self, no matter if he's high or low on this physical plane totem pole, he captured the heart of the princess. But when he wasn't himself, even if he was high up on the totem pole, he lost her and he's struggling to make this magic happen from his wishes. So till he was fully himself again and he was embracing his own inner light and power, no matter where society placed him because that has nothing to do with who you are, and he was just fully believing his worth with his confidence that he already has this connection with her, with a princess nonetheless. He has a deep soulful connection with her, that knowing, that's when it all came together for him. Okay, and yes, I know this is a fairy tale, but do believe that fairy tales and their messages are channeled through the writers for a reason deliver us messages and I do realize in life from my observation of the captivating people I know personally who seem to manifest with ease and create so much in this world and then when I also observe the ones in my life who seem to collect plenty of negative experiences that make them focus on this 2d and 3d reality that we're walking in and feel less than in any way and totally disconnected with their soul and who they are and their magic. There are many, many differences, but those that are totally captivating, manifesting, there are two things. A, they embrace who they are completely, not striving to be someone else. They're embracing their own flaws and their imperfections and perhaps even sharing their imperfections more with the world. Or maybe they like to joke, poking at themselves a little bit 
because you know humor and wit is honestly so magnetic within itself yet of course there are going to be slip-ups and moments of comparison but they shift from that really fast and they don't let that hold them back and then b they simply just know they've got it they just know even with all their flaws and imperfections that doesn't matter what their life looks like on this human plane because they know deep down their worth and they just know consciously and honestly most importantly subconsciously that they are worth it no matter what their history was no matter where they're standing right now now for the people that are consciously aware that they are not aligned with whatever they desire the most important thing to do is to dive into your subconscious belief and either acknowledge them and fully accept them knowing there doesn't need to be a direct correlation between that and what you desire or to just fully full-on reprogram them and so the most practical and what today's guest jokes about the most organic natural and sustainable way of diving into the power of the subconscious mind to fully transform our reality is through hypnosis going into a hypnotic state and really tapping into past memories in this life and previous lives, of course, <laughs> to see what may be blocking you in any way if you consciously can't seem to get past it. Now, Kimberly Friedmutter, today's guest, she just, she really fascinates me. She is a woman with a capital W who fully embodies her magnetic power and She's aligned and in tune with what is happening around us and within us beyond the physical. And she's really created this reality for herself where she is shifting the lives of some of the most influential people on this planet. Kimberly says, just like ordering from a menu, the universe is waiting to serve what you're hungry for. I'll have tranquility for my appetizer and uh, gratitude as my entree and... Mm, loving relationships hold the drama for dessert please <laughs> kimberly is a certified master hypnotherapist and certified neuro linguistics trainer who serves celebrity high achieving and high performing clientele in her private practice where she's helped them overcome addictions lose the weight for life transform relationships and achieve new and even greater career success so she's here to help us with all that too and more whatever we desire she also just wrote a book and it's out it's called subconscious power and it helps us guide ourselves into designing the life of our dreams using the power of the subconscious mind as our subconscious is the root of our true power is our authentic self our little inner eight-year-old she talks about just knows that we can we simply just can and she shares with us how we can access this part of our psyche effortlessly i love knowing we have the power to fully transform our upper story up there our little brain and also listen to our lower story our gut as a compass that guides us to greater happiness and love and prosperity and so basically our subconscious mind is our lamp to our genie to make it all happen <laughs> now before we dive in i must thank the yummy review of the week john guzman jonathan guzman says 
been a yomi for a little while so had to come leave a review raquel is a beautiful soul with so much to give i have expanded so much by listening to her podcast she has introduced me to so many souls that changed my life so you can say that she changed my life (laughs) her soothing beautiful voice makes it easy to binge these podcasts you will not regret it much love John, thank you. (laughs) Well, I too have expanded just by listening to the guests in this podcast. And really though, John, it's messages like these that really encourage me to continue. And I just appreciate them so much more than that is definable. It just, it means the moon. And also thank you to sponsors for Sigmatic and Fabletics, so make sure not to miss my spontaneous short commercial breaks for them as they have so many new offers and updates that you may be really interested in. And now, with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Kimberly Friedmutter. Yeah. <laughs> we can do better. We've got this. So I'll ask you the first question that I ask all the guests just to begin. What excites you most in this season of your life? I am the most excited about the fact that we're finally talking about how we're feeling and mental health care and that maybe everything isn't perfect from the neck up. <laughs> yep. You know, many, many years ago, you know, and up until now, and of course we have to stand on the shoulders of our forefathers, which we appreciate very much of all of their effort, but it's taken us a long time to get here and to not feel shame and to be okay with not being okay. In fact, how cute is that song? You know, I'm broken, but I'm beautiful. And um, or broken in, I'm beautiful. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I don't know it. So the Ugly Dolls film. How cute is that? With the um, the beautiful whole premise that you know not everything is always so beautiful all the time, and that's okay. Right. There's beauty in the unbeauty. In fact, I think that we're all not only fully awakening and embracing that, but I feel as though we're embracing imperfections because imperfections just feel so perfect when someone stands there and they are seemingly trying to be so perfect, we can almost like feel that energy that's so not authentic. And everybody is embracing authenticity and authenticity is most likely not this picture perfect cookie cutter person. Correct. And we all have a range of different quote unquote mental health issues. We are human. We have these range of emotions. And I love that it all is being embraced. You know, the darkness of the artist is being embraced. The lightness of the artist is being embraced. All of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really, it's a great time to be living. It really is. I'm so happy that this is the the time we chose. I know. <laughs> I agree. And I think that it's so great as well that people are embracing hypnotherapy to really like get to that root cause of the subconscious, whatever is living inside our subconscious mind that influences our behavior and our attitude. I'll tell you in probably the midst of this, my hypnosis experience, but I'm curious first, what was the catalyst that made you decide to dedicate your life to hypnotherapy? So I had a radio talk show in Los Angeles on KLSX 97.1 FM, and that was the home of Howard Stern at the time. So cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was wonderful. And so, in that, I was doing 
some continuing education. And I just wanted to really explore the behind the scenes workings of hypnosis because I'd been hypnotized many times prior to that. And in that, I just was so fantastically healed of the things that I had struggled with. So one of the things just as a funny bit was stage fright and performance anxiety. Wow. And so, you know, I certainly couldn't have had a, a prolific radio show as I did with having that issue. So I had to really get after, you know, some people can see things that are issues that they have, but other people want more enhanced performance. And so I wanted both. I wanted to not be afraid. And I also wanted to really excel. So the nice thing about your subconscious, it it will give you anything you want if you just seek out the right help for it. And so that was really the impetus. And then I was, um, I had started my career then as a hypnotherapist because I just believed in it so much and loved it so much. And the, the reactionary kind of situations with clients was just so beautiful to experience and watch and be a part of that. Then I was reached out to by Harper Collins, a beautiful woman there reached out and asked if I'd be open to writing a book about what I had learned and what I had developed and the different protocols, which were getting quite a bit of press at the time. And so I said, sure, let's do it. And so by the time I got my team set up to properly do it, um, to get the book and the proposal and all the things you need to do, the machinery in line. Uh, the woman had left HarperCollins. And so the agent put it out on the market. Simon & Schuster bought it. And we've been partners now on this. And it's the actual imprint that published The Secret. And so the idea that they already have, and again, going back to our forefathers who already make this information, you know, bring it to the forefront. What's wonderful about hypnosis is that it really shows the core and the beginning of all of your desires, your belief, your creativity, your genius, your instincts, your gut, your intuition, all of those fantastic things that make you, you, or like I like to say the you inside of you. And we all know that feeling, you know, because people will say, well, how do I know I'm tapped into the subconscious? It's the you inside of you. And you know about that. And the beautiful thing about trance is that it's so easy. It's actually a natural state that we're always in and we flutter in and out of like most recognizably right before you fall asleep right before you fully wake up when you're driving down five miles stretch of highway and you're a little tired and that, that zone of, I don't really remember, you know, consciously remember the last few miles yeah. or if you're staring at your refrigerator and you don't remember why you went in there or a beautiful fire out by a fire pit, all of those elements of that zoning out is that feeling of trance. And it's kind of like your screensaver on your computer. You couldn't be fully conscious 24-7. You just couldn't be. In fact, you would die if you didn't have sleep. And sleep is your subconscious, your dreams, mm -hmm. your emotions, all of the things that really run the touchy-feely part of you. That's the subconscious mind. Wow. And then you were able to tap into that subconscious mind in hypnotic state. So the hypnotic state is a trans state, correct? Correct. And it's just a deep sense of relaxation. Right. Uh, really, you know, people do ask often, times what is trance what is hypnosis and what it is is a deeply relaxed state in which you are given or perhaps you know like in the book obviously it's it's a hacks that you read and you do yourself they're called hypnotic hacks but this is where your your subconscious mind is open to suggestion and that's the point we want you for some people you know i have some clients that lay there and they stare straight at me and they do not drift off you know at all and that's fine for them at that time <laughs> other people you know they snore so it's <laughs> you can run the gamut yeah everybody feels like they had a really nice rest 
But the beauty in it is that it is up to the, you know, the user experience, the end user experience, and everybody gets exactly what they need from it. It's the most beautiful thing. And and only because it is 100% organic, 100% natural, oh, yeah. 100% sustainable, 100% <laughs> non-invasive, you know, and 100% private if you keep, if you choose to keep it private for yourself. So the beauty in that is that this book is simply a manual. It's not, it's, it's more of like a how to, as opposed to giving you one more thing to do. I say, once you tap into your subconscious and that real broader intelligence that you possess, and every one of us has it, women like to corner the market on it and say, oh, you know, women's intuition and this and that, but it's actually, in fact, not the truth. We all have it. We're all just as genius as the next. It's a matter of tapping into it to give yourself 1,000 less things to do. You know, losing things around the house. How frustrating is that? Oh, yeah. Losing things in the office, your keys or whatever, you know, your favorite little necklace that your grandma gave you. All of these beautiful experiences that, you know, at the time just feel so frustrating can be alleviated by simply tapping into your subconscious. And I do go into that in the book. Great parking spaces. I mean, what a great day-to-day thing that you already have the mechanism for this. I'm not giving you anything other than just the manual to plug in your machinery that you already possess. And I love that because you don't have to go out and get anything, nothing that slices and dices and nothing that, you know, you hook up and plug in and all that. It's just really your mind that you came into this experience with and everyone is their own individual. So you're saying basically we can tap back into things that we we wouldn't be able to really think of in our or it's not easy to access in our conscious mind because whatever chaos flutters you know tumultuous events comes to fruition throughout the day and so if we want to think about where did my grandma's necklace go or even could we reflect all the way back to our birth in a hypnotic state actually yes and beyond that even further back than that so so wow. right lifetime regressions and things like that so you can have you can have all kinds of experiences that your subconscious mind would have recorded or would present only when it's ready. So the other thing that people ask oftentimes is, you know, am I going to feel something traumatic happening and this and that? And absolutely not. You know, your your mind and your brain has a safety catch called repression. And when someone is exposed to a traumatic event, if if they cannot reconcile with that, and if they if they're physically and mentally unable to cope, the the mind will push it down and repress it until it comes up and it's ready for review, so to speak. So, you know, your, your mind is the one thing that science really cannot duplicate and cannot, and no matter how great AI is and how great our frontiership on all of those levels are, they cannot touch it and they can't touch the speed. They can't touch the dynamic. They can't touch the range Also, I speak uh, a lot in the book about soul spirit, Mm -hmm. and that is a very important component, even if you have no soul spirit. Still a component. That's impossible. Because people, exactly right. Because people will say, "Well, I don't believe in anything," and I say, "That's absolutely not true. You believe that I'm standing right in front of you, right?" Yes. <laughs> you know? so, so there is no such thing, and, and thank you for making that so abundantly clear. <laughs> there is no such thing as no soul spirit. We all but people will argue that, right? Right. 
And also, don't you want don't you want an ally? Don't you want a co-creator? Don't you want something bigger than you working? It's like having an army of, of beautiful people out there, you know, really um, pushing forward for you. Yeah. That's what I want. And that's the tapping in, you know, and, and much along the lines of the secret in that way is that when you do get to that part, you know, obviously the, the impulse to want and to create mm-hmm. and to beacon out comes from the subconscious. But, you know, The Secret was a great forefather for this book. Oh, yes. And how amazing is it that you are aligned with The Secret now in not only the spiritual realm, but also this physical realm, (laughs) the creation of it. That is so cool. (laughs) What is the difference between diving into the subconscious mind in a hypnotic state versus a meditative state? Because I tap into my soul spirit um, when I'm in both states. Correct. So, so the meditative state is more of a zoning in on something, even if it's zoning in on focusing on the breath. So when people are first beginning, you know, meditation, a lot of the instruction will revolve around focus on the breath. And when thoughts come, push them away. So the opposite is true in hypnosis. So we don't focus on anything. We zone out and the zoning out allows that subconscious impression to bubble up and let you know what you need to be addressing or imagining or creating or moving forward in. So the subconscious runs the show in that one. So I I say, instead of zoning in, you're zoning out. It's when Johnny's staring out the window in the classroom and the the teacher (laughs) taps on the board and she says, you know, focus back in here, back in here. He's actually (laughs) creating. I say, don't wake him up. Let him do what he's doing because his greatness, right? He's like, it's like, you know, if you live anywhere in the, in the West and you think of a lizard on a, on a warm sunny day on the pavement, you know, it's like that. That's the feeling. It is the most tranquil, relax, I guess, tranquil trance, you know, the words could be derived from one another, but it's the most beautiful experience because everything is possible in that state and you just let it come. And so you're not pushing away thought or not guiding the thought in any of those ways. Um, so I was Johnny in elementary school and my school thought I had a problem (laughs) where they had to address it to my parents because I was always just dozing off, but I was just being, I realize now that I definitely embrace that part of myself because I do just look out the window and just stare and I'm present in that moment. And it's so like we said earlier that you said that you were excited in this life about how we are embracing this part of people. Well, I feel like I'm being embraced that part of myself now. So I, I love that. Well, and to your point, good for you, because in the book I do speak about, there's a section called Tonkas and Tutus. And that is about our inner eight-year-old and that place where we are so broad in knowledge and so wise and have not yet become PC to the world and play well with others and sandbox politics and all of those things. And that's where our greatness lies. There was a there was a visceral experience I had in an airport that I'd love to share um, because it really it really explains it so beautifully. I was in the airport with my husband, and all of a sudden we hear just this screech. These two little girls go slamming into each other, and one says, "I knew you'd be here. I knew it." Like this, and they both just hugged each other and loved on each other. And I thought, wow. I really want to feel that way about someone. I really want to, you know, do I have someone in my life I feel that way about? And right behind the thought, I looked up and it was like everything had stopped. Every single person. It was one of those telescoping terminals where there's like five or six 
um, you know, gates in a row in a circle and everyone, businessmen, grandmas, children, everyone had stopped and was staring at this, these two beautiful girls hugging and embracing. And you could see the want on everyone's face. And before, when we were talking, I was saying I'm a keen observer of human nature. It's one thing to have the experience, but it's another thing to break out of that and all of a sudden, you know, observe the experience others are having. And in that, I thought, wow, this is the magic right here. These two little girls have transformed in time and actually stopped time. I mean, I promise you, if I'd been staring at a clock, the second hand would have stopped because it was that powerful. It was almost like the like a vacuum where the, the air had been sucked out or sucked into this room even more. It was, it was a supernatural experience that we were all having. And it was just based on joy. And it was based on freedom. And it was based on our true nature. And it was steeped in the subconscious. These girls didn't care about anything. They cared about each other. And when they squealed and screamed and everybody looked and we saw that it was all based in joy, it was just a moment that we all got in that second. And so I wrote about it. And in the writing about it, I started exercises with people where we tap into that because that's your real you. That's your beauty. That's the time, even when I'm walking the dog. So I have a German shepherd and I'll walk the dog and people will stop and they'll say, you know, when I was eight, I had that dog. Or, you know, when I was eight, my parents divorced. Or when I was eight, and we start to line everything up to being eight. I'd love for you to notice from this point forward when you hear people talk about an important experience in their life and they'll say that they were eight years old, even if they weren't, you know, they could have been 14, they could have been six, whatever. But it does show parents that when their children are beautifully um, exploratory in their feelings about things or they raise their hand or they say, you know, pick me, pick me. They really mean it. And to congratulate, to start to, to amplify that in your child. I think it's a real important age to let them know they're on the right track with their gut, their instincts, their intuition. That's the time when it seems the richest. And right before you start to temper it because of PC, you know, we do need to play well with others and that's a conscious fact of life. However, we do not need to tamper and to push down the greatest part of us being the subconscious in order to do that. The both can, can live symbiotically in, in our mind. Um, basically, if you have not yet taken advantage of your own magic's Fabletics offer and you happen to be a yogi or a runner or just active and an athlete in some way, then I am telling you, you are missing out <laughs> as Fabletics has an extra special treat for the Soul Tribe, gifting you two leggings for only $24 at fabletics.com forward slash magic. Okay, wait, there's more. So sponsorship aside, I actually do pay on my own the monthly VIP membership program because, well, obviously I love Fabletics and their quality, but also when I do log on to buy some more yoga clothes, I get an abundance of clothes at an insanely discounted price. So let me tell you about my recent receipt. So I realized I had a few months of VIP dollars and points saved up. And then I was just browsing their sale items and a few of the new. And I just kept adding many to my cart. Mostly um, high-waisted yoga pants and uniquely designed sports bras. And I ended up getting 13 items. 13 high-quality, cozy Really cute, as in compliment-worthy items, which, by the way, came to a total of 
plus tax. But then, thanks to my VIP, I actually ended up only paying $26.54 and I got free shipping. Yep, it is kind of worth it. And the listeners of this podcast gets this opportunity too. I just, I love to bin shop yoga clothes because, well, A, right now it's a new season and B, Fabletics has a sports bra I realized named Raquel spelled my very, very uncommon way. So I, I had to, I just had to. Plus, I'd like to think that I was Kate Hudson's muse for this sculpt sports bra. <laughs> yeah, I wish. It is time for you to pick up your two pairs. So when you do, I highly recommend one of your pairs be one that I'm actually wearing right now. The Cashel Foldover Pure Luxe Legging. That's a, that's a handful to write down, so I'll just add it to the show notes. So again, at first, try out two leggings for only $24 US dollars at fedletics.com forward slash magic. And I'm sure you can add more to your cart and save loads. And every time you go to shop for new yoga clothes, you will save loads. Again, that's fabletics.com forward slash magic. And now on with the show. If that story isn't powerful, I don't know what is because we are so influenced. Our entire rest of our lives are so influenced by those younger years. And I noticed that for me, I mean, I'm 28 years old. So if you're familiar with Saturn Return, I'm in the midst of it. And I'm back at my childhood home right now. And a lot of things that had happened during my childhood around eight years old is coming to surface the emotions I was feeling, which I think is so interesting just so I can release it. And so it's such a very powerful time for if a parent is listening and their child is approaching that age or around that age, it's definitely a great time for shaping their, the rest of their life. So interesting, you know, and, and the awareness of it gives it to you. So, you know, my, my, play style is, is big. I like to play. In fact, even now that I say that and the words are coming out, I'm hearing myself say it, the last chapter, uh, or actually the last principle is play big. And so it's funny that that's what I use. Yeah. Because my nieces will say, Oh, that's crazy. Aunt Kim, you know, and I laugh and I think, no, 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 not crazy. Aunt Kim, this is eight year old Aunt Kim. And I'm not getting any, and I'm not getting any older because that's my magic. You know, being at that stage and age is what gives you that life force. And, and we can all admit in a serious uh, matter how the world has been going and how things have been, you know, again, because there's been need, this whole mental awareness um, issue has come up. And of course, with the forefront of uh, research with Alzheimer's and all the things that we're battling from the neck up, it's very interesting because, you know, I love you with all my brain. I love you with all my mind. You know, the heart is pumps my blood, but I really love you with my opinion of you. And in Alzheimer's, we see that when people lose that recognition and those emotions and that connection to subconscious um, which I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start hypnotizing folks that are stricken with Alzheimer's. I cannot wait because it's such a neat thing to see if I can reconnect that part of them, even for a glimpse of a moment. Imagine what a gift to family members that would be. Oh my gosh. I actually have tears in my eyes right now. And it's interesting you brought that up. My grandma had Alzheimer's and she passed away from that. And I'm using her table right now to 
hold this and all of a sudden I feel her presence. So interesting. So clearly maybe that's um, a message that yes, you must do this. (laughs) Yeah, no, I appreciate it because I'm working uh, here. Dr. Marwan Sabah is the director at the Cleveland Clinic, uh, Lou Ruvo Center for Brain Health in Las Vegas. And uh, we keep, you know, getting together about this. And so it's, it's something that will happen in the short term. And I'm very excited about it. I have a stepmother. My father married a woman after my mother's passing that now is in an Alzheimer's home in her fourth year. Wow. And so I look at it from the caregiver standpoint also as I see him. He's 90. And so I see him not physically caring for her every day because she's in a home. But yeah. I see the toll it takes on the family in a direct correlation. So it's one of those things. Do you know that every 66 seconds we lose someone to Alzheimer's? Mm-hmm. And that is just like a real, I believe, you know, global emergency of brain data. You know, think of all the information that's lost when someone uh, goes away in that manner. And it's, it's pretty amazing. And then the caretakers, of course, the toll it takes on them. But all of those things and aspects of brain health are in the book and the four pillars of health for the body, you know, so important to keep your body moving as quickly as the mind can because the body is slow and the mind is so fast as we know. And to be able to keep up with this fantastic life you'll have as soon as you plug in this machinery is super important. So I do cover all of that. And, um, you know, every time they, they look at any of these diseases, any of the chronic diseases, and they look at your, you know, how you're feeding your body and how you're nurturing yourself, it's super important to be your best advocate and your best caretaker physically as well. Kimberly, you're absolutely amazing. Um, thank you for doing this for the world, for others who are suffering with this right now or just in pain, especially witnessing family members that are going through this. Um, you mentioned four pillars of health. And also, I know you do have these six principles that bring the conscious mind in line with our subconscious desires. Do you mind talking about them? Sure. So the first the first principle is accountability. So we, you know, even when you plug in maps on your phone to get from point A to point B, you need to know where you're starting, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it will say your location, your location, your location. And so the very first bit is is coming into accountability. And that is something, you know, in this day and age, we, um, if you watch any pop culture television, you'll see, you know, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. And what I'm asking you to do here is really be, yeah, is to really be not apologetic. You know, it seems to be like, that's the excuse and that's the okay part of it. But in part, it's true because once you understand where you're starting, then you can go. And so it's a super, you know, obvious, very easy first step to take. The second principle is tapping into your subconscious. And so that's explaining what it is. It's, it's giving you the, the 50,000 foot uh, view and looking through the lens of, of broad strokes so that you get what it is. And everybody, you know, has had dreams and what does this mean? And so everyone understands, you know, pretty much that, that they understand their dreaming and they understand their emotions and their memories and the way they line up. So all you have to do is group that into your subconscious and you say, oh, okay, I get exactly what that is. Now you can control those thoughts. And that's so beautiful. The going back to the finding lost items, you know, when you're in a conscious state, because we're double-minded, there's conscious and subconscious. When you're in a conscious state, that is the 
the girl or the guy that gets stuff done. That's your appointments. That's your, you know, now what do I have to do now? And that's, you know, really, really um, the task maker part of our mind and the task achiever. And so the touchy feely part being the subconscious says, well, wait a minute, you know, I might not feel like doing that, or I don't really want to go there, or I'm afraid of this or that, or, you know, I'm super excited to do whatever later, you know, it's, it's all of the good stuff. The fun that you're having comes from your subconscious. I just want you to know. So, so it's very important to be good to her and him. And then, um, oh, what I was going to say about the lost items is that in that conscious panic, you know, where is it? I need to get out of here. I've got to find it. Like, say it's car keys, for example. You know, that nervousness and the anxiety that's brought on is, again, conscious, conscious, conscious. But the subconscious knows where it is because it's your stenographer. And it was there with you when you misplaced them. So that's the part of the mind that you go in to retrieve. It's also the, the part of your mind that you go in to remember things and the linear order in which you remember them. It's also the part of mind that creates emotions. So anytime someone is super emotional, it's more memorable, right? Like you might say, oh, my father, mother, I remember when, you know, there was a time where they were both so, so, so excited. They ran out the door and they looked at the new car or whatever, you know, and, and you remember the feeling of it. That's that. That's all coming from the subconscious. I highly recommend it. And then the next principle is, do you move toward or away? And so, you know, if someone is unhappy, a lot of times they're moving away from the things that they don't like as opposed to toward the things they do. And so going back to maps and to your, to your app of finding a, a place or a location, what, what's your orientation? Where do you head to? Do you blindly, blindly run to the next thing because you are running away from the last thing that you didn't like? Like even bacteria moves away from negative stimulus or something that it perceives as threatening. And so so certainly we're smarter than bacteria, but time and time again, you'll see us running into the arms of the new thing, whether it's jobs, uh, geography, you know, someplace, a new town, um, a new relationship, things that we're willing to run into and without thought. And so that's a really, really good one. And one that people don't really pay much attention to before they read this. And then the next principle I love because it's super sticky and people get nervous when I say it, mm. and that's judge thyself mm. and thy neighbor. And <laughs> we, we, I know, right? And so I'm bringing, I'm bringing judgment back in. And the reason I'm bringing it back into style and into PC is because it's our first line of defense for ecology for ourselves. We must become more discerning for what we put ourselves into and out of. For example, if I am truly the broader part of me is energy and the broader part of me is that wider knowledge and I am that eight-year-old, then wouldn't I protect that eight-year-old from seeing half the things I watch, from hearing half the things I hear? Wouldn't I protect her? Let's just pretend that at 28, you have an eight-year-old niece. And that eight-year-old niece comes to visit you or nephew, and you're not going to take them, you know, chances are during the course of your normal day. Maybe you would. Good for you if that's your answer. But for most people, you know, they might not take them to the movies that they would normally see or the shows they would turn on or the news they yeah. might watch or the people they might hang with or the things they may do. You, you would be more of a shepherd and more careful with an eight-year-old. And I'm here to tell everyone listening that you have that eight-year-old in you and she and he are listening and they are recording and they're your stenographer. And that's why sometimes, you know, you feel afraid and anxious and depressed and so on and so forth. So it's really important to judge the ecology of things around you 
for you. The next principle is give to get, equally sticky. We love to give, we love to get. And I think an honest person will tell you that they really love to get as much or maybe more as they love to give. The thing is, is it's an energetic circle. So when you give, you get two things. Like let's take philanthropy as an example. So when you give in a philanthropic intention and heart, you get immediately because you feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's a big get. You also get from a system called our government. Our government Mm -hmm. allows you, if you give money, they allow you to write that off. Even the governmental system understands the give to get principle. It's a basic universal law of reciprocity that if you and I connect as we are now, and if we physically reach through and we were holding hands, we would create this beautiful circuit of energy. If one of us lets go of that circuit, the energy trails off to one side or the other, and we eventually lose. It wouldn't be able to hold because it's not uh, reciprocal. So same with uh, giving out your services, say, let's say you're a service provider. And you say, I'm going to give this to you, and I do not expect anything in in return. Well, this will not be sustainable because there will be nothing coming back to you from that person. It's very interesting. If you're real, real honest, and, and I guess the core idea of this book is honesty and truth and alignment with the truth, you will realize that you have to, have to, have to be getting in order to be giving. So when I have tired mothers and I have exhausted parents and I have just exasperated dads Mm -hmm. and I see that they're not taking back in to fill the cup that they're giving from. So they become empty or in lack, which I refer to as drought, by the way. So drought moving into that is when you are out of abundance. You have no more. You're dry. There isn't even a drop coming your way. Now, there can be three types of this. There can be passing, which is like a fender bender. You know, you have a bad week. You, you know, stub your toe, you know, that kind of thing. Bad hair day, which I call hair nato. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation that's passing. And then I considered and identified lingering drought, which maybe you've lost a job or maybe someone in your family has passed away or you have a sick child or, or the, the family pet has, has uh, transcended. All of these things can be lingering drought. And then the last and final type of drought is habitual drought. And that is where you are the negative Nelly. You can't get out of your own way. Good things come to you and you just can't recognize it. And we all know people like this. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you deal with these each separately and in individual ways that are, you know, that behoove the, the person in the drought, of course. So it's very, very interesting. And then the final principle is play big. And that happens to be my favorite because once you're clear of all of these other things and you've made your way through the principles, then you're ready to really launch and then you're ready to go. And that's when I hope that your body is serving you well and that you've paid attention to how you're feeding it so that it can keep up with this great mind you've created. And that's when our health in all areas comes in. And I love, I love that concept of playing big. I cannot... I cannot express this enough. I honestly can say I am hooked. (laughs) I'm in for life. So basically, there's a lot of updates. Most of you may be familiar with Four Sigmatic's mushroom elixirs, and perhaps you use their cordyceps in your coffee or tea or smoothies to enhance your workouts, or maybe lion's mane to enhance your focus like the monks have been doing for centuries. 
or maybe even the chaga to basically do it all as it's the superhuman mushroom. Now they've introduced not only new powerhouse magic shrooms in their mixes like maitake and shiitake and tremella, an ingredient in their beauty blend to retain moisture, and so many more. And honestly, as a coffee drinker, myself drinking at least a cup of coffee a day, almost every day, I love to mix in Four Sigmatic to prevent me from the crashes and the jitters, which coffee tends to do. And now they even have a phenomenal superfood plant-based protein powder, which actually um, digests with ease, which I know is honestly kind of hard to find these days if I'm being honest. I have wasted so much money on protein powder, I realize. <laughs> but this one actually digests, and I love that it's unflavored, so you can really enjoy Mama Earth's natural ingredients when you make your smoothie recipe, or if you want a protein tea, feel free to put it in your tea, which I've done. I know that's weird, but I like it. <laughs> and now they also have their new superfood beauty mix that makes my skin well, at least I think it does, make it look a bit more dewy because I'm all about looking dewy and having a glow. It's a good vegan remedy to support collagen synthesis without taking actual collagen. Their beauty mixes have vitamin C and biotin, which are obviously two vital ingredients we need daily for the shine in our hair and skin. So Four Sigmatic is just, they're on top of it, gifting the Soul Tribe 15% off when you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe and the link is in the show notes that's f-o-u-r-s-i-g-m-a-t-i-c dot com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe one word no spaces for 15 percent off your magical coffee beauty and mushroom elixir order soul good I want to rewind back to this drought. It's so interesting. I've never thought about this, but you're right. There are those different types of drought. And each type of drought you mentioned, I thought of somebody that came to mind and sometimes some of my old self that came to mind that has indeed experienced this. And what I've observed is that it truly does dim our inner power. So we struggle with seeing the beauty of this beautiful life. Uh, that we are creating and we struggle in the creation of what we desire. I'm glad that you brought this to light. Thank you. Yes, it's so important because I, I come from a family of uh, people who have struggled with depression. And so most of us do, you know, if we really knew the truth about mental health and those that came before us, we would see how, you know, it is the human condition. It's not really anything new and it's certainly not geographical and it's certainly not generational. It's all of the above and always has been. It's just now we're talking about it. You know, a lot of people will say, you know, our celebrities, because I happen to work a lot with celebrities or people that are at least in the, in the scope of cameras at times. And so what'll happen is I say, no, it's not that their problems are any more significant or more. It's just that we're watching them. And anytime you're able to see, and now with, you know, all of the information that we have access to, we can see it more and we feel more open to talking about it, which is really a, a beautiful blessing. Right. And I'm glad that most celebrities these days are bringing light to these struggles that people are going through instead of like we were talking about earlier, this picture perfect self that used to be the way it seemed like we had to be. And now it's like, nope, 
you can be human and it's okay. You're absolutely right. And, you know, back in the day of the studios, um, which is before both of our times, you know, they weren't allowed to, you know, express any of the things that were going on. And what's very interesting now is, you know, an actor or actress with a Twitter account and you know a lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of TMI at times, but, <laughs> but the Nothing more informative than an actor with a Twitter account. <laughs> I think they realize, too, the more relatable you are, the more open and vulnerable you are, the more likable you are. Yes, yes. We applaud. We applaud normalcy. <laughs> yes. There are some things where people are concerned about, but I think our world is becoming greater in so many ways and more beautiful. Well, and I will say this is that the book itself on the third day out was number one new release and number one bestseller on Amazon in its category. And we were thrilled because what it told us is, you know, the book is great and all of that. But what it told us is that people are really talking about it and really grabbing onto it. Because here's the thing. We all have a subconscious. We all have a mm -hmm. conscious. It's two components of the mind that we all have. Yeah. And so what a beautiful thing. I mean, it's 100% in each of us. Well, and what I love about it is that we can use this inner mind of ours to create the life that we desire. It seems that these people that we're talking about, these celebrities, there's something that they've been able to tap into consciously or subconsciously that they have been able to create this world that they desired in some way. And I'm curious how we can tap into that, everyone listening. So it's the same exact thing. The the thing, and I do get asked that often, what is the difference, you know, or is there a difference when you're working with these folks? And what happens is that they, the difference would be that they are 100% willing to play and willing to explore and willing to imagine. And that is because that is the work that they do, right? So their imaginations are just a, a better used muscle, perhaps. Now, it's a super easy thing because the more you use it, the bigger it gets and the easier it is to access. And so it's not a difficult thing at all. And, you know, imagine a pink elephant. Well, what do you see right now? A pink elephant. So easy. And it's, it, it's as difficult as that was. <laughs> so it's not difficult yeah. at all. And so the beauty of it is, you know, one of my sayings is what if it's easy? And it really, really, really is. And since all problems are the same and your problems are my problems and vice versa, and they're global problems, this woman in India and the woman in China, we all have the same issues is that in man, same thing and uh, certainly not gender specific, but the beauty in it is that getting to it is all the same is that your understanding of how your subconscious works. And again, just super easy, digestible material and fun. It's a manual that you'll throw in your desk drawer. You'll throw it in your purse. You'll grab it on the plane. You know, it's the easiest thing, even the audio book, like it's the easiest thing to do when you're just listening to it, because it's, it's just a great, quick walkthrough. And again, just manual style. This is how you do it. Boom, go off, enjoy your life, have a wonderful one and <laughs> utilize the best piece of machinery you'll ever, ever, ever have. Yes. Oh, I have been preaching how important it is to continue to expand our imagination in order to really bring more, not only bring more joy and hope into our hearts, but also it really does help us create whatever we desire because our imagination expands and then we think about new realities that we can end up creating and it just becomes super exciting. What are some exercises that people can do in order to expand their imagination? Well, the gosh, I mean, 
you really don't have to do um, anything other than just the hypnotic hacks yes. to, you know, so whatever the issue is, like, let's say it's the issue is weight loss, or let's say the issue is anxiety, depression, sleeplessness. Um, I cover so many issues in the book that even, you know, even like, for example, I've been working with the Seagulls. I don't know if you know Jacqueline and David Siegel, who lost their daughter to, um, pills to a drug addiction issue. And so we've been working with, you know, pain management and opioid addiction and PTSD and all of these things. I mean, there's literally nothing that your subconscious can't go after, you know, and can't reroute, you know, again, back to maps, the lady says, rerouting, rerouting, yeah. right? It's that easy. I mean, it's just, it's so funny. And then if you think about like technological material and, and uh, devices and apps and things, and we refer to them as so intuitive, right? We'll say, oh, this is a great app. It's so intuitive. We're intuitive. We need to use our app. You know, <laughs> our app is already in us. There's absolutely nothing. So, so there really isn't anything you, you have to do. It's just, you just go to that place. I mean, my, all of my hacks start out, close your eyes and go within. And so everybody knows what that is. You just go to a quiet place, you close your eyes. I mean, you could literally be in your car, you could be in your office bathroom. It doesn't matter where you are, literally sitting at your desk, close your eyes and go within. I mean, you have the mechanics for that. And then imagine this, imagine that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just the easiest walkthrough you'll ever, ever, ever have. I'm just, I'm so proud of it because it just, you know, finally it's mainstream because remember I had this private practice for decades. And one of the problems with a private de uh, private practice like that is that, you know, it's all happening behind closed doors. And especially with the clientele that I hold, you know, it was a very private thing. And uh, so private practice with a capital P on private. And the idea was that, was that, you know, now, because these principles have evolved from these years and years and years of what's working, now it's mainstream. And that gives me such great joy because literally there's not a person on the planet. You can be little, you can be old. My 90 year old father is reading it. And he's having so much fun doing the exercises because he gets it, you know, and he's 90. He didn't know anything about this before. So it doesn't matter. It's never too late to refine and perfect who you are. And even, you know, you were talking about the celebrities and their, and their lives, a lot of them reached and, and I'd say probably 97, 98% of them reached greater potential than they knew they possessed inside. So I studied where that comes from and where that comes from is that soul spirit component. When you're aligned with the universe, you will get these things that you couldn't have even imagined. And you don't have to be a celebrity. Let's say that you are, you know, it, it, it like, I don't know, food or shelter insecure right now, and you can't imagine a better life for you. It doesn't matter. Imagining what you can imagine will get you out of that. It's one of those things that the, the earth and the mind and the, the universe and nature and the stars and the magnetic pull and the fact that you are a biochemical creature on this planet all aligns with something to move you forward that we normally refer to as evolution. And so evolution of the mind is alive and well. It's not just a physical thing. I mean, they say, you know, in, in years to come, people won't have wisdom teeth because we keep pulling them and a pinky toe and this and that. It doesn't matter. Your mind is in constant evolve too. You know, it's not just your body. 
So we need to remember that. And you can literally move out of these places, even if they're horrible. And I've been in horrible places in my life. I've lived in my car. I haven't had food. I've been through it all. And I know that you can move out of that because I did it. Oh, wow. How can you and how did you move past this struggle? How can we move past anxiety and lack of motivation and even sadness using this inner mind power? Perhaps you can bring up some hypnotic hacks. Right. So, you know, a simple, like this is a super, I mean, this is the most basic, 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 but if you close your eyes and you go within Mm -hmm. and you imagine, let's just say that you're struggling with, with pain at the time and you imagine a time where you weren't. Imagine a time where you felt like your body was so alive and your body was so full and your body was so healthy and your body served you so beautifully. And I want you to imagine the time that you felt that way about your body. And just take a second and find that time. And as you picture yourself in this vibrance and in this excellence and this motor skill uh, phenomenon of movement and feeling good and looking good and all of those things that felt good to you, I want you to see a beautiful light coming from above you as you're looking at you in this condition. And I want you to shine the light on the you that you see that's in perfect health and fitness and feeling. And as you shine that light, I want you to amplify it and make it brighter. And I want you to make the colors more technicolor. Whatever you're wearing is more vibrant now. And I want you to hear what you hear around your body. I want you to hear, maybe you're at the ocean and you hear the waves louder. Maybe you're, you know, standing in a city street. I don't know where you are, but wherever you are, I want you to crank up the volume on the sound. And now I want you to crank up the volume on the smell. What do you smell? This is an exercise in in sensing and sensory perception. What are you smelling? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? Can you reach out and touch your hands? Can you run your hands through your hair? Can you feel wind on your face? What are you feeling? And I want you to enhance that feeling now so that you feel it more. If there's wind, it's more wind. If it's sunshine, it's more sunshine. If it's warm, it's more warmth. If it's cold, it's more cold. Everything is more. And now I want you to go ahead and open your eyes and come back into the room. Now, the reason I stop you there is because we're not working on a thing other than your imagination. So as you experience that technicolor and the sounds getting louder, lower, you know, all of these movements of memory. Now, this is remembering a time. And now some people may not have ever had a memory of being good. Let's just say that someone is born um, incapacitated and they've stayed incapacitated, but they could imagine a time when they weren't, you see. So it doesn't always have to harken back to a memory. But in that time and space, when that subconscious is active, there isn't pain in the body that you're feeling because your thoughts are elsewhere. So now we've thrown where you are now, kind of like an astral situation, thrown it into another time and space where there wasn't pain. 
So if we had someone who was experiencing intense pain, and I have uh, done hypnosis inductions and protocols during surgery, it was elective surgery, it wasn't like removal of a kidney surgery, right, right. Uh, but still cutting and bleeding and, and OR and, you know, all of that for people who didn't opt for general anesthesia. So the point is, is you can literally have an out of body experience and you just had that out of your body and into the body that you perceived or imagined was perfect. Wow. So that's a simple, simple, simple little exercise to show you how it's done. And then with that, if we were, let's say someone came because they wanted to heal a relationship with someone else. Okay. Then I would take them and I would contact their higher self. The person would then remember their higher self. They would, you know, feel that feeling. We'd call the other person's higher self into the room. We'd have them look and with thought language, tell each other that they appreciate this, this, you know, relationship. And then I'd have them imagine energetic cords where are those connected. And we would start to cut those cords. Mm-hmm. And that is, so that the appropriate relationship can ensue and the inappropriate relationship then doesn't have a place anymore. It's not connecting. Oh, There's no reciprocity. That energetic cord practice is so powerful. It's even, I mean, I've been doing it almost every single night, even if there's not a relationship I'm trying to transform, but I just want to cut the energetic cord between people. Exactly. Clear. So my space is my own. Right. In fact, it's so funny that you mentioned that because this morning I literally shot the video for tomorrow's newsletter. So KimberlyFriedmutter.com is the website and there's a weekly newsletter. And the video for that is cleaning out the clutter, but the clutter in this case is relationship clutter. And we do, this is a little uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> sneak peek, <laughs> but we do collect just like we collect things. And I can't tell you how many emails I get from people. I think I'm a hoarder. I think I'm an over collector. I think I'm this, I think I'm that. And that's okay. And that's probably true. But what happens is we also collect relationships that way and we forget to declutter those. And so that's exactly what you're doing when you're cutting those energetic cords. Yes. You're, you're decluttering your relationship sector because the noise, friends and family, family and relationships and colleagues, the noise can be so loud that we don't even hear our own anymore. And so it's wonderful that you brought that up. That's tomorrow's newsletter video. Well, we're in sync. That's all. I want to get into random fire soon, but before I do, um, is there one takeaway, like one thing that somebody can do listening right now that they can go in and do their own self-hypnotic practice just to try to shift something, take a small step today. I think the best general thing and and the overall usage and the best use quickly of your subconscious mind is to, to follow your next impulse and instinct. When you follow your instincts and your impulses and your gut, I want you to know you're right. We don't have a sense of being right in this world anymore. I feel like so many people reach out and they say, you know, I just don't know if I'm on the right track. I have quandary. I have questions. I don't know. I don't know that I trust what I'm feeling and hearing anymore. I'm not sure that my sensor is balanced, that I'm in alignment with where I'm supposed to be headed. I want you to know that when you follow your gut and your instinct, you start to create this cycle. And it's a convincer cycle. So let's just say I have an impulse now and I follow it and it, and it proves true for me and it's right for me. That's a convincer. 
And now I'm more likely the next time the impulse comes to say, oh, yeah, follow that. That's the right way, right? It's like a reward system. And so the beautiful thing about that is I'm giving you permission to be right. You were right and you were right and you were right. And all of the things is that your subconscious will not lead you awry or astray. You are right. And so when you have those impulses, there was a fantastic book written by Gavin DeBecker called The Gift of Fear. And I do cite that book in my book because it's important that we keep our instincts alive and well. And the best way to do that is to honor them by following them. If you feel funny about something, walk away. If you feel great about something, run. You know, it's all of that. And that is the, my biggest, best takeaway without detailing out more hacks, it's the biggest, best takeaway of how to use your subconscious mind right now. You feel that tap on the shoulder, you know, it's a whisper. It doesn't have to yell. It doesn't have to shout. You know, it's a soft protocol. And following that will be the greatest gift you've ever given yourself. I promise you. Amen to that. That's what I call it too, is little thought whispers to follow those thought whispers because they are guiding you somewhere. They're guiding you away from certain situations that are not serving you right now, or they're guiding you towards something profound. So I'm so glad you brought that up. That's beautiful. Are you ready for a random fire? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Kimberly, are you a early bird or a night owl? Early bird. Ooh, morning routine. Morning routine is, so I'm an easy to wake up in the morning uh, person. So I like to take my time. So if I need to be on it at six, let's say I'll wake up at four 30 or five. I don't want to ever rush the mornings. The mornings are sanctified in my mind. Mm, I agree. You should relish in them. They are sacred. They are sacred. That's why I do interviews a little later. Cause I just love to relish in the morning. Yes. Where's your favorite place on Mama Earth? I love Tahiti and Bora Bora specifically. Ooh, I have been so curious about Bora Bora. So that's really cool. I want to go stay on one of those little like huts that are in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. That's so here's the thing is being surrounded by negative ions is just the greatest feeling on the planet. Obviously, you know, Tahiti, Bora Bora, it's, it's, you know, like so obvious to say that. But the truth is, as between the the way the world feels there, and forget even your eyes. I'm sure energetically, magnetically, all of those um, important elements to our soul and spirit is is really aligned there for me. You know, some people mountains and pine trees, whatever that is. Yeah. But for you, um, you know, if you've been curious about it, I say run because even the phosphorus in the water, the beautiful way that things, you know, that the water element glows, Mm -hmm. the, I mean, it's such an interesting place. I say run. It's so beautiful, (laughs) really beautiful and feels aligned. You know, there's a lot of beautiful places, but it feels like it's beautiful and deeply so. And deeply aligned. Yep. I've had many thought whispers to run there. So you're just a messenger for that. What is your zodiac sign? Aries. Ah, and do you happen to have a mantra? I do. It's what if it's easy? Ah, 
you did say that earlier. I've heard. Yeah, I was. I was raised to. I was raised to believe that things needed to be, you know, difficult to be valuable, and you know, no pain, no gain, no guts, no glory. You know, it only. It only is. It has value if it's expensive or hard to do, and that's absolutely not the truth. And I proved it to myself. I've proved it with my clients. It's in the book. It's such a, a fascinating thought to give yourself the break of, oh my gosh, what if this is easy? Because we go at things as tasks and difficult, and it's absolutely not the truth. And it certainly does become easier with the mindset that it's easy. That's 100%. And that's what holds us back from performing certain things because we're afraid, we're in fear that something is going to be difficult to deal with actually physically or emotionally because we're afraid of being judged. But what would that look like if it were easy, if we weren't afraid of any of that? That's right. I love that. What is your favorite breakfast? Oh gosh, I don't really eat breakfast. I, when I do, I eat oatmeal Yeah. and I, but it's not just oatmeal. It's got vanilla and cinnamon and I use stevia as a sweetener. I use pomegranate seeds. I use blueberries, three different kinds of nuts and chopped apple. Yum. Mm -hmm. And the steel cut. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's a whole experience. (laughs) In fact, I have to pre-make it because my husband eats the same. He's lost 60 pounds being hypnotized (laughs) here to tell you. And uh, 20 minutes he was hypnotized by a colleague and he lost 60 pounds. And, you know, it's one thing biochemically to like lose weight because we all know what we're supposed to be eating. But what happens is what if you want to, you know, what if you want to eat those things that are good for you? What if that looks as good as cake does, you know, or whatever your, whatever your thing is, your, your go-to naughty food, so to speak. Yeah, whatever that is. But it's so beautiful because it changed his, his perception of what he was eating. And that's why it was so significant and so uh, so it worked out so beautifully for him. See skeptics out there. There is magic with this hypnotic state because you're right. There are so many success stories for weight loss just because, yeah, we know what we can eat. But if that behavior is living in there, like what's the root cause of it? What are we emotionally dealing with? What do we have to shift? And really – when we get to that root cause by shifting our conscious, our subconscious beliefs and thoughts and memories and reprogramming that, that's really the way to let go. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> Holistically, by the way. Holistically, <laughs> like 100% organic. Yep. Natural, <laughs> organic, and sustainable. <laughs> All the yep. things we look for. Um, are you reading a book right now? You know, I'm reading my book and that sounds so silly to say, but I do not. In fact, I have, um, the galley and I keep the galley with me because as you know, galleys are a soft cover and I have that with me constantly because I refer to it as much as I know it. And as much as, and and I got to tell you, I mean, it's very funny. It's in my blood now. I do not have my right hand off of this book. It literally has become my Bible and I know this stuff. And so that's, what's funny because I can flip through the pages and remind. And so even if it's a tough phone call that I had to take or make or something, you know, just doesn't feel right during the day, I grab it and I go right to the hack that I need for that. And it's my way out. I look at it as the keys to all of my happiness right now. So I, I wouldn't be honest if I told you there was any other book. So as cliche and silly as it sounds, there it is. Well, it's not <laughs> I, cliche. I think that that is so amazing. 
amazing. And it just shows like how powerful your book is. I can't wait to dive in and dig in and read it. Do you feel as though you were channeling some of it in some way? Oh, 100%. 100%. My whole career has been cha- um, channeled. There is no question. My my whole emergence out of a life that no one would have wanted into the life that you know basically everyone would want, and I say that humbly, and I say that with gratitude, is strictly because I'm channeling. I, I do believe that I'm simply a messenger for the material, period. Um, I, you know, there's some stories about Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali in the book um, about life as, a, life as a loop, not a line is the actual chapter. And um, at the time, you know, I have so many uh, interesting impulses that come from, you know, outside of me. And I don't know, you know, exactly what their, what their source is. And I kind of don't care. I care that they made it to me and that I can some way in some small way be helpful. And even the other night I was in the presence of Lani Ali, who is Muhammad's widow. And, uh, she did not know about the book and I had the book with me because why? that's all I carry around. (laughs) And so I said to her, and this is at a black tie function. When I tell you, I don't like when I don't not have this book in my hand, I'm not kidding. (laughs) I I think I had a glass of champagne and one in the book and the other. And I walked up to Lonnie and I said, I am so honored right now to be speaking with you because you are in my book and yeah, quote uh, some of her eulogy to Muhammad that day of his service. And I, I played a small, very small part in getting Mike Tyson to that service. And so I, I write the story and you can read about it in that chapter. But the point being is that someone had said, oh, you know, I bet Mike Tyson's so impressed with you. And I said, I wasn't trying to impress Mike Tyson. I was trying to impress Muhammad. <laughs> I, was like, you know, I was like, you know, friends on the other side are so powerful. And of course, I love Mike and his beautiful, beautiful wife, Kiki, who I just can't get enough of. We're soul sisters. And I just, you know, I adore them as a family. But Muhammad Ali, and now I'm standing with Lonnie and I share the story and we're giggling. And so she said, let me write in your book. And so she took the galley. And so she wrote, you know, with love and warmth. And I'm so honored to have you mention me and all of these things. And so that's the beauty of channeling. You know, I, you just, you put yourself at service. And if you have a service heart, you just pray that the right people have the right intention or holding the book right when they need it and throughout the right times in their life. And that's my dream and goal. So with that, yes, I'm a channeler. That's all I do. You know, I do believe that, that all of this comes from there, but thank you for asking. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I'm sure you have stories for days of people that we're familiar with. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, it's it's really, it's it's a fun, it's a fun read on top of being super helpful. (laughs) That's exciting. Uh, So The universe gave you billboards at absolutely no cost as a gift to share one message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? It would say, you are as great as you think you are. Hell yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You are. Because... You know, it's one of those things where I really want people to know and from the deepest part of my my heart and mind is I want people to know how really great they are. I do believe that, you know, there are the psychic vampire types that try to steal from good people. And I'm sure we've all had friends in the past who have, you know, felt the, the, um, 
there's another word I have for it, but I don't think it's appropriate to say. But you know, people make me feel less than, you know. And I just think that it's it's a shame. And so I really, my goal, especially with youth now, you know, you see so many cases where people are really struggling with their self identity because of the other one, you know, really putting their um, you know, uh, their, their meanness on them, I guess, and the bullying and all that. But the point I'm making is that I want you to know that you are as great as you believe you might be and that you're right. Uh, you are, <laughs> you are right. Yes, everybody is. I love that. I think that we need more billboards that say that around this world. Wouldn't that be great just to bring that joy? That would be great. And reminders yeah. of a truth, yes. a soul truth. Yes. So the last question that I ask all the Euro Magic guests, how would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic? Tap into that part of you that knows what's happening, what you need, and what you know your life trajectory is going to be. That's the beautiful thing, so that you can get on it. Like I just a life not tapped in as a life missed. I really believe that because it's like, it's like if you had this faction to your personality that was in a box somewhere and you're rummaging through your closet and you find that box and you say, Oh my gosh, you know, this, this was that whole part of me that I wasn't enjoying or utilizing, you know, to make life easy. And again, going back to that, have an easy life, have a beautiful life, have an enjoyable life, have the life that literally you are creating, that you're a soul in soul custody of for lack of a better way of putting it. And I want people to know that that is there for them and they have it. It's, it's, you know, it's the easiest thing in the world. I just wish everyone knew how easy it is. It's just, it's beautiful. It's a thought away. It's like literally a thought away. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel like everyone's smiling right now. Yeah. Uh, where can everyone find you and connect with you? Oh my goodness. So me personally at KimberlyFriedmetter.com and there is a newsletter, a weekly newsletter and it's Friedmetter, F-R-I-E-D-M-U-T-T-E-R. And then um, the book is available nationwide at retailers and of course online um, at all of the online retailers. And again, it was number one on Amazon, number one new release and number one bestseller third day out in its category. (laughs) And we were so proud of that because it just means people are grabbing it. And so grab your copy. It's on Audible. I did it myself. I narrate it. Um, And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing and great for Father's Day coming up. We can't forget about our men. Perfect for Father's Day. You're so Great right. Father's Day gift. And it's blue and it looks manly. You know, it's got black letters and it's blue. It's it's such a great cover. Simon Schuster was a perfect partner for this project. Oh, yeah. It was the universal lineup for this project. And yes, it has such a great aesthetic. And Kimberly, this was amazing. And I feel like everybody listening has been able to pick up many nuggets throughout in order to help really actually shift and change their lives for good forget the spiritual bypass and really something that is going to change and really shape their reality and tap into their soul spirit thank you so much for having me i really appreciate you i really appreciate you too thank you dear yummy Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this episode shifted something within you or expanded you in some way. Those of you who are new and don't know, there is actually a Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. But it's amazing. It's filled with so many brilliant, like-minded individuals who are all into this too and love to support others along their spiritual journeys. 
The link for that will be in the show notes. And one big update for the Euro Magic membership site. Well, starting June 17th, the full moon in June, I'm making some simple changes to the Soul Tribe membership site. It's pretty simple. Those who pay the annual fee, which is 44.44 this year, so for 2019, I just felt like I wanted to make it a lifetime service for you. So you don't have to pay that every year, but instead you get it for life. And then those of you paying month to month will stay the same for you as your grandmothered in. But for everyone else, starting June 17th, the full moon, I'm going to release a lifetime bundle only option for the 44.44. Purchase it once, you should just get it for a lifetime, you know? <laughs> Why not? And it's about to have so many new features and will still be updated monthly with meditations and journalings and spiritual tools and some video too. For me to help you become more in tune and connect more deeply with your soul and divine guidance through your own work at home. And most tell me that they use it for their morning routine to kickstart their day in spirit and in a soulful way and helps them feel like their vibrations are high up there and they feel the shift within. I wanted to give you a heads up well before June 17th is here. So with all that being said, thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.